Chapter 8 of Music Notation and Terminology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Music Notation and Terminology by Carl W. Gerkins. Chapter 8 Scales. Continued. 84. The minor diatonic scale is used in several slightly different forms, but the characteristic interval between the first and third tones, which differentiates it from the major scale, remains the very same in every case. This interval between the first and third notes consists of four half-steps in the major scale and of three half-steps in the minor scale, and this difference in size has given rise to the designation major, for the scale having the larger third, or minor, for the scale having the smaller one. 85. The original, or primitive, form of the minor scale has its tones arranged as follows. 1. Whole step. 2. Half step. 3. Whole step. 4. Half step. 5. Half step. 6. Whole step. 7. Whole step. As its name implies, this is the oldest of the three forms, being derived from the old Greek Aeolian scale. But because of the absence of a leading tone, it is suitable for the simplest one-part music only, and is therefore little used at present. 86. The harmonic minor scale is like the primitive form except that it substitutes a tone one half-step higher for the seventh tone of the older i.e. the primitive, form. This change was made because the development of writing music in several parts, particularly harmonic part writing, made necessary a leading tone, i.e. a tone with a strong tendency to move on up to the key tone as a closing point. In order to secure a tone with such a strong upward tendency the interval between seven and eight had to be reduced in size to a half step it should be noted that this change in the seventh note of the scale caused an interval of a step and a half between the sixth and seventh tones of the scale one whole step two half step three whole step four whole step five half step six step and a half seven half step eighty seven the melodic minor scale substitutes a tone one half step higher than six as well as one and a half step higher than seven but this change is made in the ascending scale only the descending scale being like the primitive form the higher sixth commonly referred to as the raised six was used to get rid of the unmelodic interval of a step and a half. Begin footnote. The step and a half, argumented second, is unmelodic because it is the same size as a minor third, and the mind finds it difficult to take it as a second, notes representing it being on adjacent staff degrees, an interval of the same size as a third. And footnote. Argument and second. While the return of the primitive form in descending is made because the ascending form is too much like the major tonic scale.
one whole step two half step three whole step four whole step five whole step six whole step seven half step seven whole step six half step five whole step four whole step three half step two whole step this form is used only to a very limited extent and then principally in vocal music the harmonic form being in almost universal use in spite of the argument in second eighty eight the minor scale in its various positions up to five sharps and five flats and in all three forms follows a composition based on any one of these forms or upon a mixture of them which often occurs is said to be in the minor mode it will be noted that the first four tones are alike in all three forms i e the lower tetrachord in the minor scale is invariable no matter what may happen to the upper tetrachord the sign plus marks the step and a half Note, the student is advised to recite the harmonic form of the minor scales was suggested in the case of the major scale, noting that the raised seventh does not affect the key signature. Example, E, F-sharp, G, A, B, C, D-sharp, E. Signature, 1-sharp, F. 89. A minor scale having the same signature as a major scale is said to be its relative minor. Example, E is the relative major of G, C of E-flat, D of F, etc. The smaller letter being used to refer to the minor key or scale, while the capital letter indicates the major key or scale unless accompanied by the word minor. Relative keys are therefore defined as those having the same signature. G and E are relative keys, as are also A and F-sharp, etc. 90. A minor scale, being with the same tone as a major scale, is referred to as its tonic minor. Thus, C, with three flats in its signature, is the tonic minor of C, with all degrees in natural condition. E with one sharp is the tonic minor of E with four sharps, etc., Tonic keys are therefore those having the same key tone. The eight tones of the diatonic scale, both major and minor, are often referred to by specific names as follows. 1. Tonic, the tone. This refers to the fact that the tone is the principal tone, or generating tone of the key, i.e. it is the tone. 2. Supertonic, above the tone. 3. Median, midway between tonic and dominant. 4. Subdominant, the underdominant. This name does not refer to the position of the tone under the dominant, but the fact that the fifth below the tonic is also a dominant tone. The underdominant, just as the fifth above, is the upper dominant. Dominant, the governing tone. From the Latin word dominus, meaning master. Superdominant above the dominant, or submediant, midway between tonic and subdominant.
leading tone, the tone which demands resolution of the tonic, or half-step above it. Octave, the eighth tone. 92. The syllables commonly applied to the various major and minor scales in teaching sight-singing are as follows. Begin footnote. These syllables are said to have been derived originally from the initial syllables of the Hymn to St. John, the music of which was a typical Gregorian chant. The application of these syllables to the scale tones will be made clear by reference to the hymn as given below. It will be observed that the hymn provided syllables only for the six tones of the hexachord then recognized. When the octave scale was adopted early in the 16th century, the initial letters of the last line, S and I, were combined into a syllable for the seventh tone. End footnote. Major. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Minor. Original. La, ti, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la. Harmonic. La, ti, do, re, mi, fa, si, la. Melodic. La, ti, do, re, mi, fi, si, la, sol, fa, mi, re, do, ti, la. It is interesting to study the changes in both spelling and pronunciation that have occurred, and are still occurring, in these syllables. The first one, ut, was changed to do as early as the 16th century because of the difficulty of pronouncing a good tone on ut. For the same reason, and also in order to avoid having two diatonic syllables with the same initial letter, the tonic sol-fa system, invented in England about 1812 and systemized about 1850, changed C to T, and this change has been almost universally adopted by teachers of sight singing in this country. The more elaborate tonic sol-fa spelling of the diatonic symbols, do, la, etc., has not, however, been favorably received in this country, and the tendency seems to be towards still further simplification rather than towards elaboration. It is probable that further changes in both spelling and pronunciation will be made in the near future. One such change that seems especially desirable being some other syllable for re for the second tone of the major scale, so that the present syllable may be reserved for flat two, thus providing a uniform vowel sound for all intermediate tones of the descending chromatic scale, as is already the case in the ascending form. 93. The chromatic scale, begin footnote, the student should differentiate between the so-called tonality scales, like the major and minor, the tones of which are actually used as a basis for key feeling, with the familiar experience of coming home to the tone after a melodic or harmonic excursion, and on the other hand, the purely artificial and mechanical construction of the chromatic scale. And footnote is one which proceeds always by half-steps. Its intervals are therefore always equal, no matter with what tone it begins. Since, however, we have, from the standpoint of the piano keyboard, five pairs of tones, begin footnote, most other enharmonic notations are possible, although the five pairs of tones above referred to are the most common. Thus E-sharp and F are enharmonically the same, also C flat 
and b c sharp and b double sharp etc and footnote which are enharmonically the same it may be readily seen that the chromatic scale might be notated in all sorts of fashions and this is in fact the real status of the matter there being no one method uniformly agreed upon by composers perry grove's dictionary article chromatic recommends writing the scale with such accidentals as can occur in chromatic chords without changing the key in which the passage occurs thus taking c as a type the first accidental will be d-flat as the upper note of the minor ninth on the tonic the next will be e-flat the minor third of the key the next f-sharp the major third of the supertonic all of which can occur without causing modulation and the remaining two will be a-flat and b-flat the minor sixth and seventh of the key according to this plan the chromatic scale beginning with c would be spelled c d flat d e flat e f f sharp g a flat a b flat b c the form being the same both ascending and descending this is of course written exclusively from a harmonic standpoint and the advantage of such a form is its definiteness ninety four for sight singing purposes the chromatic scale begin footnote the word chromatic means literally colored and was first applied to the intermediate tones because by using them the singer could get smoother and more diversely shaded progressions i e could get more color than by using only the diatonic tones composers were not long discovering the peculiar value of these additional tones and soon found that these same tones were exceedingly valuable also in modulating hence the two uses of intermediate tones at the present time first to establish a melody second to modulate to another key and footnote is usually written by representing the intermediate tones in ascending by sharps in some cases naturals and double sharps and the intermediate tones in the descending by flats sometimes naturals and double flats this chromatic scale in nine different positions written from this standpoint follows and the syllables most commonly applied in sight singing have also been added in the first two scales the student of harmony is asked to note that because of the very common practice of modulating to the dominant and subdominant keys the intermediate tones sharp four and flat seven are quite universally used in both ascending and descending melody patterns in other words the scale that follow would be more nearly represented actual usage if in each case sharp four phi were substituted for flat five c in the descending scale and if flat seven t were substituted for the sharp six li in the ascending form note in writing chromatic scales from this sight-singing standpoint the student is urged to adopt a three-step process first writing the major diatonic scale both ascending and descending second marking the second steps third inserting accidental notes calling for the intermediate tones 
In the above chromatic scales, these intermediate tones have been represented by black note heads so as to differentiate them from the notes representing diatonic scale tones. 95. The whole step scale, the third type mentioned in section 79, is, as its name implies, a scale in which the interval between the tones consists in every instance of whole steps. This reduces the number of tones in the scales to seven. Beginning with C, the scale reads C, D, E, F sharp, or G flat, A flat, B flat, C. This scale has been used somewhat extensively by the ultra-modern French school of composition represented by Debussy, Ravel, and others, but it is not making any progress towards universal adoption. The remarks of a recent English writer begin footnote. Stanford, Musical Composition, 1911, page 17, and footnote. On this subject may be interesting to the student who is puzzled by the apparent present-day tendencies of French music. He says, The student of some interesting modern developments will also speedily discover that the adoption of the so-called whole-tone scale as a basis of music is, except upon a keyed instrument tuned to the compromise of equal temperament, unnatural and impossible. No player upon a string instrument can play the scale of whole tones and arrive at an octave which is in tune with the starting note, unless he deliberately changes one of the notes on the road and alters it while playing it. The obvious result of the application of the whole tone scale to an orchestra or a string quartet would be to force them to adopt the equal temperament of the pianoforte and play every interval except the octave out of tune. When this modification had taken hold, all music in the pure scale would be distorted and destroyed, unless string players were to face the practically impossible drudgery of studying both the equal temperament and the pure scale from the start, and were able to tackle either form at a moment's notice. And thorough knowledge of the natural genesis of the scale of Western nations will be the best antidote to fads founded upon ignorance of it. It is a curious commentary upon this question that Wanger, in the opening of the third act of Tristan, bars six to ten, experimented with the whole tone scale and drew his pen through it, as was to be expected from a composer whose every work proves the writer to have had the pure scale inbred in him. There may be some difference of opinion among acousticians as to whether Mr. Stanford is correct in his scientific assumptions regarding the difference between tempered and pure scales. Begin footnote. Recent tests in Germany seem to prove conclusively that the tempered scale is the scale ordinarily employed by both vocalists and players on stringed instruments, and that the ideal of an agitation for a pure, i.e. untempered, scale in vocal and stringed instrument is somewhat a myth. End footnote. But even so, there is a far more potent reason why the whole step scale will probably never become as popular as the major and minor scales are now. That is, the fact that it offers no possibility of incalculating tonality feeling, which has always been the basis of the simplest primitive music. Tonality scales give rise to a feeling of alternate periods of contraction and relaxation, an active tone or chord followed by a passive one, but no such effect is possible in the whole step scale, and it seems suitable, therefore, only for the class of music whose outlines are purposefully intended to be vague and indefinite, 
the impressionistic style of music writing. End of chapter 8